Welcome to the Mama's Got Dreams podcast, where you get to reprioritize yourself and find harmony between your personal ambitions, self-identity, and motherhood. I'm Cassie Sunshine, your host, three-time certified life and mindset success coach, and creator of the Anti-Hustle Harmony Success System for Moms. I'm a firm believer that your dreams weren't given to you by accident or coincidence. So if you're ready to ditch the hug, I have to get through another day feeling in the morning and instead create a life that includes both being an amazing mom and successfully pursuing your passions, then you're in the right place. I am so glad you're here and can't wait to jump into today's episode. Happy Wednesday, mamas. I can't believe that it's already been another week. And we are officially at the last episode of our mini series that we've been doing on working smarter, not harder as a busy mom pursuing big ambitions. So to make sure it's very clear, this is just the end of this mini series of related episodes. This is not the end of the podcast. This party is not stopping anytime soon, so don't you worry. But we are wrapping up this specific mini series. And I am really excited to end with an episode all about tangible tools and mantras and actions that you can take in your life right now to help you stay successful with the dream building process that we have been discussing the last several weeks. So you can think of this episode as like a best practices episode where I'm going to be sharing a variety of things that you can do to stay successful and moving forward in the directions of your dreams and ambitions without working harder than you need to. So if you are someone who like really loves concrete takeaways and tangible action steps you can take. This is definitely an episode that you're going to enjoy, so make sure to stick around. Now, just like any time I share tools or strategies, I think it's really important to remind ourselves that we don't need to try all of them at once, okay? In fact, I generally recommend we don't do that because when we try to go from zero to 100 like that with new practices or behaviors, It can get super overwhelming, and then most of the time we end up stopping and not even bothering to try going forward with it. So that is the last thing that we want. So as I share some of these tips and strategies with you, I encourage you to see which ones make you feel excited or like they would be somewhat simple to try implementing into your life or just ones that you feel like you really need right now, specifically at whatever chapter of life that you're in. So This is a really great chance to practice listening to that internal intuition that we talked about in our very first episode. So a good practice opportunity for that. Let it help guide you as to which of these tips are best for you and your life. And then you can always come back and try out the others too, right? Luckily, most of these are honestly pretty simple and easy to implement. And luckily, most of these are pretty simple and easy to implement. So you definitely can come back and try others, right? You're going to learn as we continue to spend our Wednesdays here together that I try as hard as possible to be all about simple and practical ways to incorporate success strategies into your life. This stuff doesn't need to be crazy complicated to be effective. So I am always trying to think about how I can make my methods and strategies simple and easy to integrate into your already existing crazy life. That's why my coaching clients often say that they start seeing results so quickly because they can actually start using our lessons and tips very early on in their everyday life. So it's very much an important part of my overall process for sure. 
All right, with my keep it simple disclaimer out of the way, I say let's just get get to the good stuff, right? And jump right in. So I might honestly jump around a little bit in terms of the best practices I share and what order they go in, but I will try my best to keep some sense of order that makes sense in some way. Okay, to start us off, this is one of my absolute favorite best practices centered around our confident mindset, but really ultimately all of what we talked about, right? So I guess you could call this kind of like a mantra or a tool. I don't really care about the label, honestly, but it's a best practice that has to do with your mindset and the thoughts and stories and beliefs that you're letting run through your mind, right? Just imagine when you might be having like a particularly stressful day, right? Like maybe your kids are sick and they're extra fussy, so they're getting more missed racial TV time society would like for you to give them. And then you're having mom guilt over that. And then they're also extra clingy, so you're out touched and your nervous system is freaking out. And then you get a little snappy and then you feel bad about that. And then all of a sudden it's 9 p.m. You finally just got them to sleep and you're freaking exhausted and you no longer have any brain cells left to work on your blog article or your podcast episode that you promised yourself you would get done tonight, which of course then makes you start thinking about how you're not doing enough in your business and need to be better at sucking it up and working tired or figuring out how to juggle better, right? You go down this mental rabbit hole of mom guilt and mom shame and frustration and exhaustion and not doing or being enough and fear over failing and so on, right? This tool that I'm going to share with you is here to interrupt all of that. And so the mantra or tool is to stop and ask yourself, would I talk to my best friend the way that I'm talking to myself in my own head? Seriously, like when your mind starts to go to negative and disempowering stories and thoughts and beliefs and guilt and shame and fear, stop and ask yourself if you would talk to your best friend the way that you're talking to yourself in your mind right now. Because I can almost guarantee unless you have like a very dysfunctional relationship with your best friend, that you would not talk to them the way that you're talking to yourself in those moments. You would be supportive and encouraging and helpful and remind them of how great they're doing and offer suggestions and problem solve from a positive place. Why the heck do we talk to ourselves like we are the meanest bully from middle school? Like seriously, pause and really think about how we talk to ourselves sometimes in our own mind. It is not nice. And we do not deserve it. And I promise you, it is certainly not helping us. So instead, we want to start to notice when our bully thoughts start popping in and interrupt them and talk to ourselves as if we were our own best friend. Or if the best friend that doesn't resonate with you, think about how you would talk to your kid. If your kid was going through a tough time and say they're grown up and they're going through a tough time like this, how would you talk to your kid? Would you be going down these guilt and shame and fear? No. You'd be helpful and supportive and encouraging and empowering. So talk to yourself like you would your best friend or you would your kid because you got to be your own best friend in a lot of these moments, right? We definitely deserve that. And I promise you it would help you so much more than being your biggest bully because that's definitely not getting us anywhere. But unfortunately, it's kind of our natural tendency a lot of times. But once you can recognize it, like if you start to listen to your own thoughts in your brain and start to actually notice what you're thinking about in tough moments, you'll probably recognize that inner bully coming out. And we just have to change it out. Like, cool, inner bully, like you're not welcome here. I'm going to turn on my inner best friend and I'm going to talk to myself with my inner best friend instead. Okay, for the next one, I wanted to share with you one of my favorite like mantras or affirmations or whatever you want to call it that resonates with you that helps me when 
honestly, life is not going the way that I would like it to, or dream building is hard, and the world is kicking me while I'm already down. And that mantra is, this is what it looks like while it's all working out. I'll say it again, just to make sure we all caught it. This is what it looks like while it's all working out. I seriously remind myself of this phrase all the time. In good moments and in really freaking crappy moments. In moments when things are going the way that I want. And in moments when nothing seems to be going freaking right. This mantra is so key in those moments because it reminds me that life is all a journey. Getting to our dreams and goals and desires is not linear. And sometimes to us, it looks like or feels like things aren't working out the way that we want them to, when really they're falling into place exactly as they need to. There are so many freaking factors to this giant puzzle of the universe that we are living in and a part of that we can't possibly know what they all are at all times and how they're supposed to fit together. And thank God for that, honestly, because that is not a job that I would want because I am sure it would not pay enough to make the stress worth it. So luckily, that is the universe's job, and it has to deal with the stress of bringing all of our puzzle pieces together. Our job is to keep asking ourselves what we would love, stay focused on our vision blueprints, keep making aligned decisions from vision-driven thinking, and listen to the nudges the universe sends us through our internal GPS system to guide us down the right path. So when things are tough or not going the way that you want or you think they're supposed to or you just feel like everything is turning into a giant freaking dumpster fire or honestly, even in the great moments when things are flowing and clicking, remind yourself, this is what it looks like while it's all working out. Bonus tip here. This is a really great mantra to use when you are feeling super anxious and stressed out and that you have to make some sort of decision on what step to take next. If you ground yourself in this mantra first, it will really help to shift your energy, relieve some of that anxiety, and help you think more clearly about what decision it is that you want to take next. So the next one is a mantra question, I guess you could call it. Again, not really sure the right label for it. That is not what ultimately matters here. What matters is that it works. (laughs) So when I catch myself thinking those bully thoughts about myself or running through all the what ifs and how something could go wrong or fuming over something that pissed me off or I wish was different, I pause and I ask myself, is this serving me or my vision? Is this thought serving me or my vision? Is this conversation serving me or my vision? Is this feeling stress and anxiety serving me or my vision? Is worrying about this and going through all the ways it could go wrong serving me or my vision? And if the answer is no, then I try and let it go or at least shift my perspective, or choose to focus on something else. Now, I'm not saying that is always easy or works perfectly on the very first try, but truly, we can be more in control of where we give our energy and attention than we give ourselves credit for. If something is not serving us, then why do we keep leaning into it? Getting mad, anxious, frustrated, gossiping, whatever, like it isn't really going to serve us. And the only person it really usually hurts is us. It's like that metaphor of it's like drinking poison if you're pissed off at someone else and hoping the other person's going to get hurt by it. The only person hurt by that poison is you. It's not them. When I really began to understand the power I could have over my own feelings, over the conversations I engaged in, what I dwelled on, what I focused on, I felt such a sense of power because I could choose to let something go. 
not because it didn't hurt or it wasn't frustrating or it didn't feel anxious. But when I was ready, I could make the choice to recognize this wasn't serving me and move on from it. And this gave me such a sense of freedom and things honestly end up knocking me down so much less because of this than they used to. Now, an important caveat here, though, is that I often will first let myself feel the feelings and emotions that I need to, right? Like, we are human. We have human emotions. It is important to not just bury them or gloss over them. But I then pick a certain, like, endpoint, right? Maybe a certain time frame, for instance, when I'm going to interrupt that thought pattern and ask myself this question, is this serving me? And decide consciously how I want to move forward. I decide. That's the key there. I decide. I put myself back in the driver's seat at some point so that my fears and worries and anger and frustration, anxiety, etc. are not the ones driving. Because I can promise you this, they will not get you where you want to go. All right, number four. So this is more of a lifestyle practice that you can take with you truly anywhere. You can really do it anywhere. And that is finding gratitude. So whenever you are feeling stressed or having a rough day or things just are not going your way and you feel yourself slipping towards disempowering feelings and thoughts, you can pause and find the gratitude around you. And I promise you, you can find gratitude anywhere. Gratitude for the chair you're sitting in, for the roof of your head, for the oxygen you're breathing, the food you're eating, the use of your hands, the phone you're scrolling on, the hair on your head, the water in your cup, whatever it is, right? And when you do this, it's a form of grounding and recentering. And it is a lot easier to feel calm and collected and positive once you've shifted your focus towards gratitude. From that place, You can make better decisions, more empowered decisions. You can show up differently in whatever situation or conversation you're in, and you will ultimately get better results. I often give the metaphor of imagining that you are in line at Starbucks, right? And so there's two ways to go. I want you to imagine first that you're in line at Starbucks and you're having a really shitty day so far. Somebody cut you off in traffic or you forgot something you needed or a meeting didn't go well, whatever it is, right? And you're just doing it, honestly. And you're like, this day is just shit. I just can't wait till the day is over. Whatever. I'm going to go grab my Starbucks. So you get in line at Starbucks. You got your head down. You're in your phone. You're scrolling. You're not looking around. You're not engaging with anybody. You get your Starbucks. You head out. Whatever. Fine. But now I want you to imagine that you're having this really shitty day. And before you went into Starbucks, you were like, I need to shift my energy, clear out some space here, get grounded. And I'm going to take couple seconds to focus on gratitude. And you found gratitude for your car, for your clothing, for where you live, for the people around you, for the money to go buy your Starbucks, to even have access to Starbucks, whatever the thing, right? You grounded yourself in gratitude. Then you went into Starbucks. So now you're in line and you're looking up, you're making eye contact with people, you're smiling and somebody in front of you, you end up bumping into them and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. They're like, no, totally fine. You're smiling at each other. You start to engage with each other about each other's day. You start to learn a little bit about them. And let's say in your vision blueprint right now, you're looking to make a career shift and you're hoping to break into a new industry. And now you get to chit chatting with this person in front of you because you were open and positive and engaging with the world and not closed off and grumpy and feeling miserable. And you learn that this person in front of you is actually a part of a company that you've been looking to learn more about or have an opportunity to maybe interview with or you'll learn about their jobs, right? And because you took the time to focus on gratitude first, 
you show up as a different person and therefore different opportunities can come your way. I always say it's not who always say, oh, like things just happened to you out of the blue or you're so lucky or just by coincidence. No, like how you show up in the world matters. The energy that you bring into the world matters. You know, how you carry yourself, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, it matters. And you never know the opportunities that the universe can't send you or can't get your attention on because you're in a different mindset or a different place, right? Gratitude is in alignment with abundance. So if you want more abundance in your life, whether that's love or money or time or energy or whatever it is, then you want to be as focused on gratitude as you possibly can, because that's what's going to bring more of that abundance into your life. Knowing that how you show up in the world and focusing on it and incorporating gratitude is absolutely one of my best practices for recentering and recalibrating my energy no matter what is going on in my life. And bonus, if you love challenges, I actually once did a gratitude challenge where for an entire month, I had to write down 50 things that I was grateful for each night. And I should just submit them to somebody who was part of a contest. And I know 50 might seem like a lot. And honestly, in the beginning, it felt pretty tough for me. But as I stuck with it, and as I did it, it got easier and easier. And I noticed how I started to look for gratitude everywhere by the end of that month. Like it just became a natural thing for me. And it's ultimately a practice that I've kept up with now. I don't do 50 anymore because a lot, but it's definitely something that made an impact for me. And I saw my energy change, my results change, how I was showing up in the world change. And I incorporate it into my life all the time now. So if you like challenges and that sounds like something you might want to try, try it out, right? Whether you do 50 or 10 or 20, but make an intentional practice to start looking towards gratitude because when you do that, then eventually it becomes a natural habit. It becomes your natural way of thinking. And I do it so like subconsciously now when I'm having a shitty day or something's happening, like my mind immediately goes to search for the gratitude around me. And I'm so grateful because it's now my natural. I don't have to really think about it that much. So if you like that challenge, and you're going to take on some form of it and you want some extra accountability, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or via email. Let me know you're doing that. And I will happily cheer you on and support you with that. Okay. I have so many more that I could give you guys, but I'm going to save some for future episodes. So I don't keep you guys here all day, but I want to finish out with one of my biggest, like overall best practices for whenever you're pursuing ambitions and dreams, like we've been talking about this entire series, right? And that is the practice of showing up as the person in your vision blueprint right now. Now you're probably like, what the heck does that actually mean? So let me elaborate. You've created this vision blueprint, right? Or hopefully you have. And now the question is, how do we get from where you're currently at in life to where you want to be in your vision? And one of the first steps is to begin showing up as if you were the person in your vision already living that life right now. So, you know, when you get up in the morning, imagine waking up in your dream house and show up with that energy in the morning as that's where you're waking up. You can put yourself in that space, right? Imagine it in your mind. When you get dressed in the morning, imagine literally putting on the version of you and your vision along with your clothes, right? Putting on the confidence and the joy and the fulfillment, the purpose, the thoughts that you would feel if you were living your vision life right now. You know, get dressed as the person in your vision would get dressed. When you and when you get in your car, imagine driving your dream car and show up with the energy as if you were driving that dream car. You know, when you go to make decisions throughout the day, pause and ask yourself, what would the version of you and your vision be thinking in that moment and ultimately decide to do in that moment? 
Make decisions as if you were living your vision already, not your current circumstances. You want to be mindful of what you're thinking and saying and giving attention to throughout the day and asking yourself if the version of you in your vision would be giving attention to those same things or not. You want to show up as this version of you in your vision because that is when the universe can start to align to that version of your life and of you. You start to make decisions that are more aligned with your vision and carry yourself differently and the universe can send you in directions that align more with that. It doesn't mean that you all of a sudden can go buying whatever you want or not going to your current day job or move into your dream house right now. But when you go to your current job, you can show up as if you were working your dream job and bring that energy to your life right now. You can come home to your current apartment with gratitude as if you were in your dream home. You can begin buying some of the things you would have in your vision or when you buy the things you can't afford right now, you can imagine that they are the things that you ultimately want from your vision. We want to leverage our minds here and really immerse ourselves in the energy of our vision life. This is so important because we don't get to our visions. We come from them and then our lives around us start to like almost realign and readjust to fit that new puzzle that we're calling in. It's like becoming a magnet for what you want. And the more you do it, the more you begin to feel as if you're actually living your dream life now, even while you're still building it. And bonuses, you're going to get way more attached and energetically connected to your vision blueprint through this so that even in really tough moments or moments where it looks like it's not working out or it might be impossible, like when I got laid off during COVID from the last episode. You, you won't give up because you're so connected to this vision blueprint that you can't imagine like not moving forward because you know what it feels like to live that life and that you're not living it yet. And giving that up just feels too painful. It's so, like you're going to push forward. You're going to make it happen. You're going to keep looking towards the future. Okay, I'm going to stop us there because I don't want this episode to become way too long. But those are some of my pretty big heavy hitter best practices, right? And I know that some of them might seem really simple. And you're like, that's really simple. But simple sometimes truthfully is the most effective. I promise. Trust me. I've had countless clients tell me how much of a bigger difference the simple shifts made for them rather than the big ones they thought they should be making or would need to make. And they use these simple things for the rest of their life. That's why I always say like long-term transformation, not a short-term band-aid. Okay. So your action item for this week from this episode is to pick one of these strategies and give it a try this week. As mentioned, when we started this episode, don't try and do all of these at one time. Go through and pick one or two to start out with and set a habit to implement them in your life right now. Try it out. Probably honestly for at least two weeks, more ideally at least a month and see how you feel at the end of that month, the end of those two weeks, right? And if you want at that time, you can come back to this episode and you can try another one and go for it again, right? And hopefully between all five of these, there's at least one that excites you right now to try out that would serve you in whatever you're building in your life right now. That's ultimately my hope for this, right? So if you have any questions on any of these or you ever feel stuck when trying to implement one of these strategies, please never hesitate to reach out. I will definitely help troubleshoot with you. You can always send me a message. I would love to hear from you. So I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week and I will see you next week for another episode. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Mama's Got Dreams podcast. I hope this episode is you feeling invigorated, a lot less lonely and empowered to take even a small action step this week in pursuit of your personal ambitions. To be sure you don't miss an episode, hit the subscribe button and then share this episode with a fellow mama 
who needs to hear it. Together, we can make sure that moms no longer feel the pressure to sacrifice themselves, their dreams, or being great moms. I'd love to hear from you. So say hi on Instagram and Facebook at Cassie Sunshine Life Coach so we can become friends. Until then, here's to hoping you get a few minutes to yourself and some extra sleep this week.